like Marvel villain where I'm like, that's that's a character I would want to see like his entire movie about. But it made you care about the arc, I think, and that's one thing they they often it, suffer from. He you don't give a shit. Had legitimate reasons, yeah. for why he's attacking the hero. Um, yeah. But uh, all right, what are we talking about? We're talking about Junior. Mm-hmm. Tangible Teddy is back on the grand gesture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't record yet. Hold on. Uh, all right, Derek, you've been recording us uh, the whole time, baby. Uh, I didn't want to get any extraneous well talking on there for you. It's not a. Uh, it's not the uh, the true start of grand gesture until Tangible Teddy hits record. <laughs> And he has done that just now for calling a shot, coming back for Junior, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is our non-Batman uh, take, where we go back to love stories, uh, simple ones about a, a former world champion bodybuilder who impregnates himself with a little help from Dane DeVito, uh, the penguin on this podcast. And then falls in love with Emma Thompson. Uh, just a, a natural meat cute. Right, Teddy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, to our listeners, I just want to say we just did an hour on Terminator where we got Teddy all into a lather, uh, talking about John Connor, school shooter, all of this. And Derek, I know you're thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, we're going to Junior. Mm-hmm. Teddy's going to be ready yep. to go. And now it's like... There's there's a lot of foreplay that goes into having Teddy as a guest on a podcast. I, like, I know our listeners can't see him, but he's even more like cocooned uh, with his hood up and hiding. Up. Yeah, I have to like tip my toe into the water first before I go full throttle. Like it's you just, just gotta get it wet a little bit. Yeah, because like like okay. I texted you all yesterday, I have a lot of thoughts about Danny DeVito, and just a lot of thoughts <laughs> relate to this movie or just in general. It's impossible. It's not natural, and I'm not interested. I took you for a scientist. I am a scientist. Yeah? Well, where's your vision? Opportunity's knocking here. You're just trying to manipulate me. Yes, I am. So what? We're on the verge of something fantastic, and I need you to carry it through with me. What's going on? Can you keep an open mind? I mean, really wide open? Let's put a bun in your oven. I must be crazy to be doing this. You may be crazy. But you're also pregnant. I'm pregnant. I just can't keep anything down. It's morning sickness. It'll pass. Eat crackers. Alex, you're sweating like a racehorse. What's going on? Everything's perfectly normal, except for the fact that the mom is also the dad. Yoo-hoo! You look so beautiful tonight. You look sort of glowing. Yes, you do. You look positively lit up. What's the good news? No good news. If this gets out, your life is over. My nipples are very sensitive. What? Does my body disgust you? No. You're kissing? Wait a minute, Alex, you're in no condition to start a relationship. I want you to know everything about me. I'm pregnant. From Universal Pictures and Ivan Reitman comes Something Inconceivable. Oh, my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Feel how soft my skin is. That's it. Danny DeVito. Guys do not have babies. We leave that to the women. That's part of the beauty of being a guy. And Emma Thompson. You think men don't hold enough cards? You have to take this away from us as well. I would love, protect, and nurture the milk with everything I've got in me. Stop it. No, I don't stop it. I want my babies. Junior. Is this your first? Yes. This year, Labor Day is November 23rd. But I have nothing to wear. In general, but also, Uh, I guess, the movie too, but... um, it it kind of goes back to um, my love for Dustin Hoffman and that like you know Danny DeVito like I slept on him like throughout most of my life uh, until recently <laughs> going back through I'm, I've been rewatching It's Always Sunny and mm. and man that guy is a comedic genius like do you think he is here in Junior yes okay like this this movie would not be like. Great. I mean, I know, I know. Arnold is like definitely the uh, focal point, but I don't think you could have had anybody else in that role uh, besides Danny DeVito to make this thing work. Like, I don't know. I thought he was perfect. So you say you've slept on him. Um, I have not seen Twins, which I think is the uh, 
the obvious, uh, you know, they they got the same director, they got the same two comedic leads and Arnold and Dane DeVito back. Um, and that one was a uh, box office. I don't know if it was a critical success, but it certainly was a success in pop culture, which uh, Junior was not. <laughs> Junior was a box office bomb uh, Thanksgiving 1994. But I think the expectation was you're going to get those two uh, back in the saddle and comedic hijinks on Sue. Twins was actually prob- gross like, uh, what, t- 217 million. That's crazy. Yeah, for it was huge. Is, with, yeah. with Junior, though, do you think that has to do with the stigma of what they're doing? Like, Oh, there's a lot to get in with stigma. that. Yeah. Okay, it's a, um, it's an easy comedic pitch, but I don't know if it's a, <laughs> if it's an easy watch. Uh, so, Arnold, like the poster, him with a pregnant belly, and it's like, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger became pregnant? Mm. Obviously, comedy will ensue, because that is a silly premise. But (laughs) I found when I was watching it with my wife that our conversations that came up as we watched this man go through this unnatural pregnancy is it leads your mind into darker places than what the film wants to take you. Now I did read that originally the film, the film ends ended in an abortion. They filmed it. Which oh, I, no. at that point, you can't release I, that. What I don't know what well, you have to think when you're testing this for audiences. Yeah. We're like, wait a minute. Why did we have this man do this where, you know, Teddy's hero, Dane DeVito <laughs> makes a scientific decision that, well, we took this right until the very end, and we proved that a man could do it, but we can't bring this hell spawn into this. We can't bring <laughs> have Arnold be the mother of a child. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is almost like an SNL sketch, but they run it for the full runtime where it gives you too much time in our dark, hmm. uh, decrepit minds to be like, all right, so if this actually happened, <laughs> what is the childbirth sequence going to look like and i talked about that with my wife i said you know every movie that's a a comedy about pregnancy nine months or knocked up ends in a zany you know the the woman screaming cussing usually at the 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 man in the relationship Mm. doctors run out of the room um they they make it incredibly tense uh a pregnancy sequence i'm like well (laughs) we can't do that with arnold or can we? And she looked at me and she said, "You idiot! Where do you think this? Where do you think this baby's going to come out?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. He's it's a, he's a man carrying a child. We're we're in uncharted waters already. So have it come out wherever you want it to come out." And she looked at me, but I feel like the movie, with its premise, is letting you talk nonsense. Basically, it's letting you talk like Teddy does on these podcasts mm. about a half hour in, where you start getting into really dark what ifs. <laughs> So now I'm going to turn, turn the tables over to, to you all. What was, cause I'd seen this, I think I'd seen this as a kid, maybe in passing on TV, but I didn't really remember this. So I'm going to turn it over to your all's dark thoughts. Well, Teddy, you're normally darker than I am. He, he wants more time to shadow box. You wanna, yeah. Uh, well, do you want to just sit then... on this for a second, uh, Adam? Cause I'll, I'll throw out my thoughts then. Go Are you good? It. You just want to yeah. marinate? Okay. Yeah, go for it. Um, Similar to, to you, Mike, I had, and I think I joked about this with you on another episode about uh, when my parents were watching it when I was a, a youngster and my dad being very upset, like irrationally <laughs> mad um, that, that they'd ever like depict this shit on TV. I'm pretty sure he got up and walked out of the room. <laughs> so that's the only memory I have of, of this great American comedy, Junior. <laughs> I will say, and I, I'll go ahead. I won't even like uh, skirt around it. I fucking love this. I, I love <laughs> this is one of those rare moments where it's a movie. I'm like, oh well, let's let's. I know this isn't going to be my cup of tea. I don't really like comedies that much anyway. There are some issues that I definitely have with it, and that uh, depending on um, how you. Uh, basically your, your, your gender, right. That you identify with, I can see how women would have either the moments where they find this to be hilarious. Um, you know, where it's like, Oh, look at this man having such difficulty going through something that we've talked about, uh, you know, since the beginning of time, right. The difficulty of, of rearing a child and it's something that men can't relate to. And the, the jokes about like pain, um, tolerance and things of that nature. Mm. I think that plays, you can Derek, I, I can do what I, I remember. Well, what can I do? <laughs> I was seeing another movie. Yeah. I saw you in the lobby 
for Infinity War, and you were there with your pregnant wife. At the oh time. yeah! And I hadn't seen you in a bit, and you had gained <laughs> oh, yeah. a little bit of weight. And you, in front of your pregnant wife, says, "Man, this pregnancy's been hell on my body." It's I killing, forgot it's about killing me. <laughs> God, we almost didn't finish that movie. She talk about where a baby could come from. She almost ripped me a new hole. <laughs> It was definitely dangerous terrain, and I didn't feel the need to comment on that except just to look at the reaction your wife had to your complaints about your body during that time. Uh, so just with that memory in mind, yeah. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised that you enjoyed this, but I am still mostly surprised. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was going to be gonna slam dunk. We're going to come in and shit yeah. on this. Uh, you even tried to talk me out of it. You were like, uh, Teddy likes kindergarten cop. Let's I just do that yeah. instead. And I'm like, well, I don't know if there's like a romance like in that one. Um, there's definitely that here sure. where, oh God, uh, did I say spoilers for Junior? I don't think so. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, the random uh, Teddy's hero, again, Dane DeVito, uh, steals uh, <laughs> an egg from the lab. And it was Emma Thompson's who didn't want to put her name on it, um, but instead put Junior on it and signifying that's mine and one day you know i meet the right fella and uh if my time has passed to to bring a child to life i'll have this i'm a scientist um this is after arnold and emma thompson as two scientists uh start to enjoy each other's company mm. but only after arnold becomes more sensitive uh and open he has a glow he has the glow is what, is what characters yeah. say about him um that that is their meet cute is he's already they've already consummated having a child without even having i don't think they physically touched well no they have physically touched because she pratt falls into him like most women in rom-coms she's like beautiful and smart but a klutz um teddy what did you make of duplicitous devito uh, forcing his co-worker and another woman to have a child together through his just blind ignorance of that looks good. <laughs> That's got junior written on it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> we'll inseminate Arnold with this instead. <laughs> like these are people, these are professionals and they are playing extremely fast and loose here. So much to the point that I had to rewind it and say, wait a minute, how long of a conversation did they have <laughs> before they decided DeVito's just chasing Arnold on a plane saying, we'll do it to you. We'll make you pregnant. What do you think about that? And I'm like, was there not a list? They couldn't go anywhere else. Like, why did it have to be Arnold? Like DeVito, I think he really wants to see a man pregnant here. Like that's been his, his fantasy his whole life. And when he sees an opportunity for it, he is relentless about it. He's a dog with a bone here. Listen, he knows what he wants and he goes out and gets it. So <laughs> I, I admire a guy who can do that. Um, I, I Listen, I, I know there's some ethical concerns with what he's doing. <laughs> but but you got to remember, it's it's for the greater good. And I know usually villains say that kind of thing <laughs> before they just... Like mass, stealing someone's eggs. Yeah, before they mass murder the like, tons of people. But like, you yeah. know, in this in this sense, he's trying to give hope to a lot of people who can't have kids. Um, so, so for that, I admire him. You know, he's, he's definitely... Stepping outside for many other reasons, you admire him. Don't just say that's just this one thing. No, I mean he's 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 good. <laughs> the way you nod your head, the glimmer in your eyes, it's like I feel this certain level of affection. For well, him, is, I I mean honestly, I've I've been going through like several seasons of It's Always Sunny, and like he's my favorite character on the show. So like I definitely have like. Uh, it's it's been kind of interesting going back and watching a younger Danny DeVito, you know, because he's like in his seventies in this show. Mm. So, you know, this is what 90, 94. 94. So, yeah, he's at least he's probably in his forties or fifties here. I would say. Is it like the Joe Pesci thing? Like he he his stature lends itself to you finding humor in the way he engages, <laughs> right? He's he's like our friend uh, that we have, Travis. Right? He's just he's very. He's he's just very miniature. So you, you see size. him next to some. He's bite size. Is that what you said? Pocket size. Yeah, oh, well, that's even worse for some. You know, in some way. Um, but you're right. Like I, I I do think that I'll say this actually, not just about Devito. I actually think everyone does a really phenomenal job with what they're expected to carry in this film. I, I really do. I uh, Arnold and I think it was. Um, 
uh, Ebert had had said, like there are small things um, about what Schwarzenegger does in this film. It's it's his cadence. It's it's like the way he'll look at someone in a scene, and he's like. He went nuts about this. Yeah, movie. he's like few, three and a half out of four stars. He's one of the rare critics that came to bat. Yeah, and I I'll, and I'll say this: I actually agree. Like watching Schwarzenegger in this film in particular made me have a greater respect for his his skill set because I think there's like such nuance in how he plays every everything from the shifts of his moods and emotions to when he's like dressed as a woman. We've seen that before, like in uh, like some like it hot, like they play on all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought he was phenomenal. I, I almost looked at him with the same level of like reverence that that Teddy does with Devito in a movie that. Did you feel this the same way as far as them? It's an odd rom com in that Emma Thompson's already in the the orbit mm-hmm. there, but she's the one who's been basically given their working space right. and financial backing, but is never really seen as a competitor which i kind of like that's a trope that they do avoid now the tropes they play into specifically with devito and arnold's relationship is that they have this uh placeholder marriage of sorts while both of them don't have relationships they take on this husband and wife thing where you get the obvious gags of arnold saying i'm pregnant just being left at home like you know please can't go to the party i have nothing to wear uh even there were some things that i enjoyed like i guess the uh the nitpicky nature of the relationship um, where there actually is an arc where DeVito looks at him as just money. <laughs> he looks at this big Austrian body is like, how much is this, is this worth if we can pull this off? Um, and there is, I think there is some element of caring about what's happening mm. to him because there's a moment where it's revealed to DeVito's ex-wife who in true DeVito fashion, he has to, I guess, overcome the idea that his wife has been impregnated with the <laughs> semen of one of the Aerosmith members, or at least in his mind, he has to get over that hump. Uh, she's the first one to catch on, but she of course makes the, the stereotype, the sort of observation that it's like, my husband is in a homosexual relationship with Arnold because of the way they're now acting together. This, that's the scene that, that really sold Danny DeVito for me in this movie was, uh, because, <laughs> You go from touching another man. No, like you're like, I'm it's when when she, she, you know, (laughs) they finally reveal that Arnold's pregnant to her and they, they show him first, they show Arnold and then they like move the camera to Dane DeVito and he has this like shit eating grin on his face. (laughs) I have that note, Teddy on here. The way DeVito smiles when Arnold says, I'm going to be a mama. (laughs) Like the the pride he takes in this. To his ex-wife, who has been impregnated in his mind by a member of Aerosmith, the pride that he takes that he got Arnold pregnant somehow. Yeah, it's it's a great scene. Like it's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm going to be a mama too. And then <laughs> Dane DeVito is just like so smug about it. Like I love it. I love the smile. Um, but isn't that the thing? That's the thing about this movie. Like you, you. If I read the synopsis, it's like, oh, this sounds horrible. I won't have any laughs at all. It's just, it's just stupid. And it is stupid, but it's it's moments like that that I'm like, oh god, that 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 killed me. Like the look on his face was was enough for me to laugh for like the next ten minutes and forget about the fact that this is a really stupid premise overall. I just got over it with the performances. I think. I mean, it's a stupid premise. Like, I didn't like. Although, I mean, it makes for that sort of. Those comedies, the especially where people are trying to hide mm. something from someone else, like it's this, you know, their version of an uh, an action scene of like, you know, will they or won't they right. catch on to what's going on here? The the main one is when he does take Arnold to that that party that he's so excited to go to, where him and Emma Thompson make a connection. Although I'm trying to, here's a side question, Derek. Do you think that connection would last after the pregnancy? Like, do you feel like Arnold would become a because the the little sort of book into it is that Arnold is a right. changed man that he's that experience. He it will carry on with him as far as that memory of uh, carrying a child uh, so much so that he's in, he's encouraging little Danny DeVito to be the next man up <laughs> to, to, to have the kid uh, because the way they meet, he is not the right. way he's been presented initially. Like the, when he has a little test tube and, He's like, I'm pregnant. He says it monotone and with no emotion whatsoever. But when he meets Emma Thompson, uh, he's engaged with the world. Uh, he's happy. He's basically wanting people to communicate with one another and enjoy sure. each other's company. 
do you do you feel like that will carry on? Like, did, are we meant to see that experience imprinted on him that it reshapes his personality? Um, I would say you're more likely to get a hybrid of the two, right? Like anybody that goes through like a major event in their life, be it marriage or pregnancy or and either the person that is pregnant or the person that's you know uh, on the side there. Uh, and this is the first event right. of this particular case right. in human history. You're pricing, too, so. exactly. So to kind of speak to it in a, like a real world kind of way, it may, may seem silly, but you're probably seeing his hormones that would change and be dictated right by the pregnancy. He'll That, that will bounce back out. You would assume that's how it usually works for most people. Um, but the experience will probably have a residue that will change him forever, right? So he'll he'll probably still be some of that old, whatever his, his character's name is, uh, we'll, I'll say the old Arnold, but with someone who's, who's almost looking through new lenses. So I can see him being like a little bit more of a caring, concerning, empathetic parent and uh, partner for her. But he's still also going to be a stick in the mud about some things because that's also who he is. Now, Teddy, what do you what do you make of DeVito in that sequence where he's trying to keep Arnold from interacting with other people as if Arnold's character suddenly being likable? or talkative is going to give them away. Cause I asked my wife, I said in this universe where this has never happened, how far down the list would you have to go with your suspicions of like, man, right. uh, it's Arnold on drugs. Uh, maybe he's just drunk here. Maybe he's at a party. Uh, maybe the fact that he's lost his job, you know, he's feeling like he needs to get out there and work the room a little bit more. How far down the list do you go Teddy before you're Frank Langella, and you're like, that man's fucking pregnant. <laughs> it's never happened before, yeah. but I know. Yeah, I think I think you have to, with that, I, I I don't know really know what Danny DeVito's character would be thinking at that moment, other than just, I don't want to raise suspicions here. Uh, and I think I think what makes the, the heightened sense of uh, stress that he has in that moment is just because he's trying to make this deal. You know, he's, he's still out there trying to work this deal with that company he's trying to work with. Uh, at the party, which is why he was going to begin with. So I think, and, and, you know, maybe deep down it wasn't like, oh, they're going to find out he's pregnant here, but I can't have Arnold or Alex messing this up, you know, whatever he ends up doing here, whether that's... You think he's just going to give it up, like, the as far as, like, just by saying that, uh, you know, this, this one thing is what's changed me, and we're going to have another... Linda Hamilton and T2 <laughs> locking up this man that insists he's pregnant. Maybe yeah, it's just I the mean, sniffing around, right? Like something, it, it it may not be like, wait a minute, he is, he's pregnant. Look at him. He's fucking pregnant. He's smiling. It could just yeah. be, we don't want people getting too close to us at all. Because yeah, the closer but, you get, the closer you're going to get to the truth in some manner. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the ironic thing is, uh, their uh, their old boss or whoever this guy was, uh, the, only way, the only way he actually did catch on to him was he overheard overheard Danny DeVito talking to those clients, uh, those potential investors, I guess. Um, that's what kind of sparked the whole interest in like, Oh, you're still doing this project, but he didn't jump to Alex being the, uh, the test subject. He thought no. there was still a pregnant woman involved. Yeah, but they leave the tubes though. out in the bathroom that he walks in. Like you're so <laughs> fucking careful about this party. You don't want him to walk around when he's not even showing, but you're going to leave literally the, the smoking gun right on the toilet seat. When he says, well, I have to go he to the bathroom. Well, it wasn't, that wasn't the bathroom he went to, though. He snuck upstairs to get to that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, even still, I'm not going to have that. Suspicious. I know. I was barely watching that scene. I still, I'm, not, I'm still not having that out, right? Like, oh, I'm still going to watch or be somewhat suspicious of anybody in my home, much less let them in my home when I'm I trying to hide. You, you do what? When Emma Thompson comes over yeah. and sees his pregnant belly as a... Of course, they don't get to have sex right then. They're interrupted by damn, goddamn Pamela Reed comes in uh, <laughs> to interrupt it. Um, Emma Do you Thompson, hate her? I'm confused. Do you hate Pamela Reed? I just was so, look, I like I said, I'd seen bits of this, I think, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I didn't have much memory over it. So I didn't know, I, I didn't remember how Emma Thompson reacted to this. And we'll, we'll get to like the breakup here in a second. But, you know, when she's expressed enthusiasm for him and they, as very clinical as far as how they express uh, sexual chemistry with one another. Right. Um, they get down to his pregnant belly and she looks at Arnold, which is already amusing to see Arnold, a man who's been fit pretty much every time he's on screen. That's what we're used to. That That's our icon. 
she says that uh, I like uh, some upholstery on a man. Like, it was just a weird <laughs> sort of come on, like, oh, we're about to get down to it. And Derek, I, I was like you, I guess, for, well, you were like this for most of the movie. When that happened, I was like, I want to see this pregnant Arnold fuck. I want to <laughs> see what this is like. <laughs> That's why I was so angry that Pamela Reed walks in the door, because we were right there. And uh, they're withholding a little bit. Now, eventually, they do consummate it, yet again in a very clinical fashion, because I think mm. Emma Thompson, after she comes down from her eggs being stolen, <laughs> she says, uh, basically, I, you know, this is a very unnatural thing but i'm you know since we are technically having a child together uh we're, we're gonna sleep together we're gonna it may not be you know bringing this baby about but we're gonna at least have that physical connection and you know they don't give me exactly what i want it's i did it i did like that it was arnold laying in bed like you know it was emma thompson putting on the clothes like leaving him like pleased i guess but uh yeah i was excited i was excited to get down to brass tacks on this like how would that work exactly <laughs> how does a pregnant man get down at at any point do they go overboard with uh the he 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 now understands you know the the you know the existence of of someone who is pregnant or like some of those like feminine tropes uh, i think it, when he's disguising himself as a woman for me that starts was a getting little tiresome well it's just because you you mentioned some like a hot uh, Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. is another one, which it's like, like we've seen that stuff before done successfully. And so for me, I was far more engaged with no, no, he's a man that's pregnant. Right? Like, don't, don't, don't try to dress it up like oh, he's a woman uh, bonding with these other women. I liked it when I liked it when you know in Teddy's world, I liked it when it him, him and Devito playing house together. That's <laughs> the stuff I liked more so than him in that sort of woman's group. Or right. Whatever. Yeah, no, it, I, I, like I said earlier, I really enjoyed the film. It was after a while. It was like after the, the you know, the, the fifth time that he's, he's made some reference to, you know, I've made dinner or whatever. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I really do get it. Um, and I've laughed like for the, the first two acts of this. Um, but now I'm kind of like tired of like the same stuff, right? With, what with did you, what did y'all make of Emma Thompson? Uh, cause when she finds out, my, my, my wife was kind of appalled. Cause I, <laughs> my poor wife, cause she's watching something for my stupid fucking podcast again. And this it's, it's like, she is truly one of the characters on mystery science theater where I'm just programming everything she watches. And she had no say in the matter. It's just something we've decided for a podcast. And so we're watching this and she is kind of seething for Emma Thompson. Mm -hmm. Like that is like a, you know, a, uh, the, the control that they took over. Like she is trying to establish as much control for her life right. moving forward. Like I want to have a child one day. I just haven't met the right guy. And Dane DeVito, horrible Dane DeVito takes that decision from her and then somehow involves her in this horrifying Arnold pregnancy that now she's, she's halfway responsible for just genetically speaking. And I was trying to make the argument to her. I'm like, well, They've already met and they like each other oh, and they, no. they wanted to have sex. And I'm like, it may have gone there eventually anyway. And she's like, you're telling me that she has a crush on this man and she wants to have sex with him, that she should then make the leap that, well, I was cool with that. So I'm definitely cool with my eggs now being implanted into Arnold's That's some real incel mentality, Mike, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but Do I was... Go ahead, Teddy. I was because I couldn't make the case to her. That's like yeah, it'll all work out in the end. Like they take a left instead of a right. You know, <laughs> he delivers the baby. That's fine. Do you think this would have worked with any other type of personality? That like with Emma Thompson, they they definitely tried to make her out to be this very uh, logical thinking, um, very. Uh, I'm trying to think the right word for it. Like very more into just the the logistics about things and, and not so much being pragmatic and not so much mm. relying on our emotions about things, but still bumbling um, at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it wouldn't have worked if you had somebody like, like a typical, a typical person with, with real human emotions. I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> if like, if you're a, an actual real life woman and someone steals your egg, <laughs> Tell us, Teddy. Implant, implant it into the man that you're not someone, you're... Danny DeVito, sir. Let's get it right. Da Danny DeVito, man that you've agreed to share your lab with, out of the goodness of your heart, <laughs> comes in, steals your egg, implants it into a man that you're semi romantically involved with, and then you have to watch 
him go through a pregnancy that that you don't have that that you were one day hoping to to go through that process yourself <laughs> um and he he kind of takes that from you you know you're, you're basically sure... making my wife's case here because mm-hmm. i answered that question where i'm like well arnold will get her back on the next one and sure enough, the <laughs> oh end of the movie, get you next time baby <laughs> i had the same conversation with my wife too because <laughs> because once we got to the part where he goes my body my choice like emily looks at me and she goes this is borderline offensive I'm like, yeah yeah i mean it, it pretty much is but I, so I don't really know the message they're trying to go with that, you know, but I was like, I was like, the only way I could see them trying to, to compensate is if she gets to have her own child and her own pregnancy later, you know, in life. And, and obviously they do that. They cut to like a year later and she's pregnant, but like, um, I, I think 99 out of a hundred women, probably a hundred out of a hundred women would be in this situation would be like, get away from me. This is, this is, <laughs> we're done. I am going to the authorities. Yep. Even if she had went on a date or two with him, she still doesn't know that motherfucker. And all of a sudden, he's got a pregnant baby that's hers. Listen, I know, I know a guy named Edward Furlong. He's got a lot of guns. Let me go talk to him real quick. Well, I, I was wondering happen. if this, and I do find that there are moments that that if I were a woman, I, I from an empathetic perspective, I could be pretty offended by a lot of this movie. And if you look at, like, timeline-wise, right, like, could this film be made today? Because no, I just cannot uh, I see. Don't. I'm not even close, right? Did you watch well, this I, with your wife, Derek? No. She refused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I told I her the premise that, and she said no. Yeah. I would I would say that yes and no on that. I think, I think the whole premise of a man being pregnant would fly better in today's culture than it would have in the 90s. But I think the connotations and the, inf- That's the interesting. inference of, of things that, that they do in this movie, I think, would not play well with that audience. Um, the audience that would go to see this um, would be offended by it. So here's yeah, here, as, as someone, and I'm going to speak to that point, as someone who has, uh, like Mike said, bumping into me at the theater, and I'm also holding my back like my wife, right? <laughs> when we used to go to like those early parenting classes, it, it was not uncommon. That, you know, I'd have to wear like that, just like the bag suit thing around your stomach so you can feel what your what your spouse is going through, right? And so from that perspective, when you talk about the premise of this film, of course that works, right? He finally, a man will finally understand what it feels like to deal with the burden of pregnancy. That's okay, right? That by itself, here's where it gets into that problem territory, Right. Like when I'm also getting the sympathy weight that my wife has, but I say, Shoof, man, this is rough. Ashley, could you go get me a pillow? My back's killing me. When I start to take it to a level where it's like, yeah, I, I'm close enough to experiencing that because of the, you know, the, the fake pouch around my stomach. Now I know what it's like. Now it's offensive. Right. Like now it's not an education. Now it's like I'm co-opting the experience based off of this. And there are moments in which they play up that a little bit. too. So you're saying just go back to the way your father saw it, whereas this is a crime against nature. (laughs) And we want no part of this. (laughs) See, that's That's the other issue. It's like, you have to find that really delicate balance. I I never seen this movie before because I remember growing up and and my parents and my family being like, that is the devil. Uh When I I heard the word junior, I knew that is a movie I'm not supposed to watch. He shivers at the mere name. Yeah. So, um, I'll take it a step further though. I think this movie should have ended with, um, with a marriage between Danny DeVito and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think, I think that's where the true love story is. And you're onto something kind of because I was thinking for our old format of meet cute breakup. We have that. Mm-hmm. We have, mm-hmm. you know, Emma Thompson bumbles into Arnold, right. uh, the develop a connection. <laughs> he steals her egg. Although the argument I made to my wife was Arnold didn't really know where it came from. <laughs> he didn't really care. He didn't ask any questions, but they have that breakup. But I was thinking there's not really a grand gesture between Emma Thompson and Arnold. No. The grand gesture, as we know them in rom-coms, is the man running back to save the woman or to find her, to reconnect. And that's Dane DeVito coming from his sales pitch uh, to this pharmaceutical company, getting back in there, and Arnold saying that he <laughs> he wants his Danny in there. He wants <laughs> and him coming 
<laughs> so I think you're right, Teddy. Like the structure of the film leans more towards the relationship between Arnold and Dane DeVito. If you're just looking at it in the context of a rom-com. Mm-hmm. I, well, it's just the, that's the relationship that is given the most time in the movie. And I, I think, and you see the shifting of the paradigm between, between the two of them where, where Alex is the straight man at the beginning and, um, and by not even the halfway point, you know, Dane DeVito is playing more of the straight man role. Hmm. Um, and, and Arnie's kind of becoming that, um, jokester character just because of the <laughs> elevated levels of estrogen that, that he's got going on. But that's the point though, right? Like that's the point. Like Arnold is the straight man, as you, as you called it. Uh, and the bumbling, like a highly emotional little man only supplants that role when there's almost a female counterpart, right? Like that's what happens. That's exactly what happens. It's like, okay, well now he has to be the, the person in control because Arnold's a woman now. And of course, he's Society too irrational. Society can't function yeah. with just women. We can't. We, we have to have yeah. a strong, silent type come in and clean up the mess. And that's now Danny DeVito, who is four foot eleven, but he's still the only real man in the, in that regard yeah. in the film. I, I think uh, the offensive stuff aside, I think that the movie where the movie kind of lost me was the what you guys already mentioned when he dresses as a woman and goes yeah. to this retreat. Like I think that's where it starts to go downhill. Um, I, th- I think the final act was the grand gesture, as you say. I think that was pretty good. Like once it got back to that point, but um, I, I agree. I think I think they should have kept it in that same vein of like him being at home in the ha- playing house with Danny DeVito. I don't know how they could have brought more conflict with that, but you know, I just think that um, going that on that tangent where he has to dress as a woman, like I, I don't know. I think it just kind of. It, it, I was surprised it, it, that they didn't have more with Pamela Reed, where she's the first one, the first outsider to know the situation. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to shift gears and have more of, you know, a partner in crime, so to speak, where they could both, you know, Derek's talking about going to classes, which mm. I'm sure would horrify <laughs> your father. Or my my father would be like... There is no such thing. Like, what are you talking about? And they've been around since the 60s, and most right. men of, that, you know, of later generations still weren't touching it. But I was surprised that the Angela character, played by Pamela Reed, other than getting the first revelation, that there wasn't more of the two, the pregnant man and woman, together. Actually, that brings up another good point about the fact that Arnold gets so much attention from Danny DeVito's character, but his ex-wife who he's so close with <laughs> doesn't. But when you play up the idea that, so the real woman that's actually pregnant gets ignored. Like even when she's in the hospital, it's like, there's no sensitivity paid towards the actual pregnant woman. Cause even when she finds out like, what the hell happens? Like I'm, I've never been pregnant, but I'm sitting here horrified. She passes out and falls on the floor as a pregnant woman Right? Like, that's like miscarriage business. And they were like, oh. She'll be all right, Derek. That's exactly how they were. They are like, oh. But back to this baby we're talking about. Women have been doing it for centuries. This is the first time a man's had to do it. we got to put all of our energy on him. When she falls, I'm just like, I can't believe that no one, they don't panic at all. Yeah, because when I said earlier that, like, hey, every movie about pregnancy, especially comedy, ends in the zany childbirth scene. I was thinking... You know, as much as I wanted uh, <laughs> the baby to come out Arnold's ass or something, that <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, realistically, it's going to be a C-section. And since we have another pregnant character that's close with DeVito, she'll be in the same room and you'll get some right. more comedy with her. But yet again, I was surprised that she's left on the floor in the other room. It's like, we'll get to you. <laughs> You're in the queue. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Um, let me bring up another point, too, that they never really – went back to that I thought they were going to and that's the, um, the whole issue of money so you know you've got their their old boss or the, the guy that, that was the, the on the board of directors you know at, at first it seems to me like he's very willing to help them like he just you know for whatever reason he you know the FDA didn't approve their drugs so he had to kick them out and bring in someone else to, to fill up that space but he even comes into their house before we start snooping around he's like hey if you got this going on the side let me know I can help you you know, and maybe he did have ulterior motives because, like, you know, toward the end, he he wants the the university to to get credit for it, mm. which I mean, that's just typical. That's right. that's how that stuff works. But you got to keep in mind the whole reason 
Danny DeVito's character didn't tell him was because was out strictly out of greed because he goes to these investor meetings and it's like, I can make billions, like, you know, <laughs> make, make loads of uh, whatever the word was they used. Like, um, and it's just like, they never go back to that. Whereas in most movies, there's that trope of like, they're going to make this, like, he's got this big deal that's getting ready to go through, but they end up, he has to pick that or the baby over it, you know, or something like that. Mm. They never make you make that choice in mm, that movie. Both. Uh, yeah. It's like, Nope, we're going to get, we're going to be filthy rich. And we're going to have this baby and everything's going to work out. You know, you so think I that's thought... because the dynamic while they, <clears throat> they play house, as we've said, the dynamic between Alex and Larry Arnold and Danny character, is it because it's another man? Like if this was not a high concept rom-com, if this was about a, a man who's favoring his business with his, and his pregnant wife is at home. Mm-hmm. Clearly I think that a rom-com would lead you to think he's going to give up the money or he's going to leave the job and say, mm-hmm. I need to go take care of my business at home. Like no money is worth you know, oh, this. Basically but every rock. Because it's Arnold. Matter. We're yeah. like, they can handle it. <laughs> like <laughs> let him be in pain. He's Arnold. Let him ride. And there is that aspect of it where they're, if, if they were doing it to the female love interest, you would not find DeVito likable at all. And I don't think the movie even really plays him as a heel. Because I, I had the same expectations as you, Teddy. I thought he was going to do something to harm Arnold in some way, um, but he really doesn't. He just wants he wants everything to work out. And I don't know if that's the scientist background because you mentioned even Emma Thompson. There's a very practical nature to all three of these characters. Um, but that that goes back to the Pamela Reed character. I thought the outside voice would <laughs> would be listened to a little bit more as far as what are you crazy scientists doing? Uh, but instead, it's just like. I can't believe you, you vile slut. You slept with all of Aerosmith. Like, <laughs> like that is her kind of the stock character of her. The joke is that she may or may not have fucked Aerosmith, the band. That's it. And she eats funny things with Arnold. Yeah. They have a bonding moment. They could have probably given her more and cut out. Like we said, the, uh, women's pregnancy retreat stuff. I would have, if you could just kept all three of them in the house now, right? And, and you almost have like the a new conflict that Danny DeVito has to deal with because he has his pregnant ex wife and his pregnant coworker, whatever the hell. Um, his best bud. I, give me twenty more minutes of those three, like on the couch, like just like bitching at one another or whatever. I did like um, the, I guess the grand gesture that the villain has, the Frank. Angela character of Noah Baines. Yeah. That he calls every fucking reporter he knows. He calls his boss and is like, I say to you in that castle there, there's a, a monster, a man who is pregnant and we're going to see him. And I thought, well, that's a bold move. That yeah. You have suspicions and yeah, you've seen a belly develop on Arnold and you may have some good, you know, fact finding missions, digging through their bathroom to be like, I think they've impregnated this Austrian. But <laughs> the fact that he goes that big and bold uh, and is just waiting for them to show up so much so that Arnold can just climb through the back window. And that <laughs> that's the counter punch that ends this man's career. I kind of liked it because once, once he does that, it's just a simple, you're fired. And then the movie doesn't care about him anymore either. There, I think that's, probably contributing to the horrific reviews this got. Yeah. Derek, did you see where this, apparently someone in 2007, this is on the Wikipedia. The Collector. Is that what you're... Yeah, they, <laughs> Sandy Smith launched an essay writing competition asking entrants to attempt to prove that Junior could be considered the greatest film of all time. Which... <laughs> that's like a, that's that's a uh, tangible that's... Teddy thing if I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it's an internet thing, right? It's like we're going to yep. make such, such a bold proclamation, much like the Frank Lynchilla character, of saying pregnant man right there. Like just look through the window. You'll see it. That it was clearly an attempt to have, you know, maybe this predates the viral nature as we know it now, but mid two thousands viral internet story. Uh, and it says he obsessively started collecting copies of the film in November, 2005 and eventually collected 24 copies which makes me think, I don't think he was obsessively collecting if he only managed to get, like, He just stood outside copies. of Hastings, like, once a week. For, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in February 2008, uh, despite the Sunday Herald covering the story, the competition received fewer entries than there were prizes offered. So, <laughs> I guess it didn't even reach 24 entries into this, which, Teddy, if you had known about this, you may have made a go of it. Maybe. 
I would have tried just you know just to see what I could. Maybe not full with. essay. Um, no. I mean, I've seen you defend special. worse things in <laughs> <laughs> our friendship no. together. So. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a... unfair to Teddy. You you should name one because it leaves too much room for like, what is he defending? That is true. Well, how, I'll, I'll give you one. The stupid ass "How I Met Your Mother" ending. You love that. I don't know if I would say love it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have to listen to your bullshit about it, Derek, I'll defend it to my death. <laughs> yeah, like. So I, I did re I actually rewatched the last season of How I Met Your Mother not too long ago, and uh, that last season is just a b- bad season. So without going too far off on a tangent, I'll just say that my original argument tangential was Teddy. That, my my original argument was that the ending of the series was a better ending than like season nine. It 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 retconned season nine, and I think that's what pissed a lot of people off um, with the Robin and Barney stuff. But I was like, in terms of staying true to the series, it was a perfect ending for the series. Um, and that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Like, I'm not saying it's the best ending. I just think, I think that's that's the perfect way to to sum up. Because honestly, after watching the show, I hate Ted Mosby. Like, I don't know how I watched that show for so long because that is a terrible character. Like, he is ridiculous. He's pathetic. Uh, like he probably should have committed more about his suicide. I mean, he should have committed suicide in like the first season. Like he's just a terrible person. Like, see, if you I'm, speak this passionately about Junior, you would win all twenty-four of those prizes. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I I really like Junior. Um, but when I when I start, like I I really enjoyed watching it. But there are a lot of flaws in yeah. that movie. Um, there are a lot of things that I don't think age well and, and hold up well and and I just think there were some some plot missteps that they and character missteps. Well you said with Dr. Baines how initially he seems like a friend of the you know like when they're meeting with the FDA you don't you don't inherently feel his villainry right and you don't feel that like in the probably the first even until like the uh they're replaced, and Emma Thompson comes in that's when you start to see all of a sudden it's like wait a minute he's an asshole but he wasn't an asshole, was he? Or was he just hiding his assholeish nature? I don't know. I just feel like they, it was just decided midway through the film, well, they, all right, let's make him the baddie. Well, they led you to believe that he was going to try to shut down the whole thing and be like, we have to kill this baby. Whereas, no, he's just like, oh, this is great. Like, but you, you're was, that, property, was that pun so. intended? Or did you mean like the whole project when you meant baby? Or did you mean like real Literally baby? kill the baby. Probably kill the baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's how this episode should start. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, Baines, Baines came across to me, like, they, they were making him out to, like, if he finds out about this, he's going to shut it down. Whereas that's Which is not a reasonable what... response. There is, like, I am kind of shocked that there's not someone acting more <laughs> in favor of the uh, Alex character, Arnold's health. Mm-hmm. Or the baby, like I, that's why I started this episode saying that it allows too much time for you to have uh, troubling thoughts about mm. what they're actually doing, where it's, I just don't understand how they think, well, you, Arnold, you've got a, a stomach, <laughs> you've got a baby in there too, just like a woman, like what, why not? And there doesn't seem to be a lot of talk of what's going to happen until I think, is it the delivery scene where DeVito's telling, basically telling Emma Thompson, this is a man's business. <laughs> get out of here like <laughs> we're, we're reclaiming this because this is actually dangerous which goes back to what you're both saying that if you're watching it with a woman especially one that has given birth they are literally mansplaining to a woman the danger for the, for the mother child I know, I know my wife watched it and was like how like where is he carrying this baby she, he's like she doesn't he doesn't have a uterus like how does this work and i'm like I think it's just in his like abdominal cavity or something. I don't. I don't think I was that far afield to say have it fire out his ass. Like, let's if we're <laughs> yeah. gonna go broad comedy, let's go. Full, let's go Devito's hands. I mean, there. obviously the Spread only way. The cheeks. I guess. I guess in movie logic, it was well. He could carry it in his stomach, and then we just have to have a C-section. But it just it doesn't make any sense at all. Like if you try to actually think about the logic behind it, but. Um, you know, that's just, that's movie magic. You just have to kind of, this is know, the greatest example of movie magic. Suspend your disbelief a little bit. Thank you for listening to the grand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the morning sickness, the mood swings, 
sleep in his sexual appetite. Sexual appetite? Yesterday, just scooping the middle out of a honey tomato gave me a, a steifen. What? Oh, that's, that's normal. I get them all the time. Alex? Yes? You're twitching. No. What's the matter? Does my body disgust you? What? My body. Is it disgusting? No, no. No, what? what? Oh, no. No, I mean, I, I, I like upholstery on a man. That my appearance may be a bit startling. It's sometimes difficult for people to take. If I may speak to your concerns, please. Yes, by all means. When I was a sportswoman on the East German Olympic track and field team, they dispensed anabolic steroids as freely as here in America they don't like Gatorade. They pushed it on them. I mean, just... Nothing was mentioned of the side effects that are now so obviously painfully apparent. But I'm all woman. Believe you me. Of course. I'm almost eight months pregnant and Valeria has to travel on business. I, I dread the thought of leaving her helpless and alone. Oh, but that's why we're here. Oh, Alexandra, you've come to the right place. And may I say something else? What? You are beautiful. Thank you. Yes, you are. Thank you. Jeez, I did not know we were going to come out an hour. mostly positive, because I was just like, I kind of enjoyed myself with that. But I'm like, well, it's, we're going to tell some jokes and talk about how this is the shittiest movie of all time. And then Derek's like, I just want to let you know I loved it. And Teddy's like, I really enjoyed my time with <laughs> I, I remember, uh, or not re- remember, it was yesterday, I, I texted my wife, I was like, hey, I'm going to watch uh, the movie Junior, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Pregnant. And she's my wife is like, because uh, we're... we're currently trying to get pregnant for baby two and she's like i really don't think i'll enjoy that very much in fact i will not watch that so i'm watching it like uh on the laptop with my my headphones and she just sees me cackling like every like five seconds i'm just laughing she's like what's so funny i was like oh, another pregnant arnold moment you just you had to be there you wouldn't understand you wouldn't understand <laughs> 